Welcome to the Caregiven Podcast. I'm Inga. And I'm Julie. And long story short, we have Caregiven. We are two entrepreneurs who have built an in-home care business from the ground up, guided every step of the way by God's care and fueled by agape love. Almost 14 years later, we felt called to create this podcast as a resource for families with caregiving needs. Whether you care for a family member or are looking for advice on professional caregiving, we want this to be a platform to support you. Each week, we will come to you with encouraging stories of families who have found the right balance for their loved ones, tips for how to care for them and you, and much more. We hope you continue to join us each week as we share in this exciting new journey together. Hello, sunshines, and hello, Julie. How are you? Why am I yelling? (laughs) Hello, sunshines, and hello, Julie. Well, hello, Inga. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. (laughs) Just good? I love your energy. (laughs) I'm going to try to match it now. I'm going to sit up straighter, and we're going to... Perfect. Get smartical. Get smartical. That's a technical term, I think. It is. It is. It's probably in the dictionary, too. By now, it should be. Yeah. I hear it a lot. Or maybe that's just because I'm around you a lot. (laughs) Because I'm smartical. Thinking is questionable. Oh, speaking of thinking. (laughs) Yeah. That's our topic of the day. It really is. Yeah. Healthy brains. Healthy brains. Brought to you by two healthy brains. Healthy brains. (laughs) So, dude, where's where's the most beautiful place you've ever been? Oh, my word. You know, I, I have to laugh when you ask me that because... I love, I like to travel. Mm-hmm. I don't do it a lot, but right. I, I do love to be able to see other places. Um, but my husband always says, why would you want to travel when we live in the most beautiful <laughs> spot in the world? Right. And technically he's not wrong. I mean, Glacier Park is mm-hmm. unbelievable. It is. But then I like going to Nairata <laughs> where my motorcycle track is. Cause I don't know if I've ever seen a more beautiful sunset. <laughs> So, you know, I feel the same. And like for us traveling over the past, what, eight, 10 years has typically just been to like lamb shows. So (laughs) you don't see a whole lot, but like the inside of a McDonald's and perhaps a convenience store bathroom or something, (laughs) sleeping most of the time as you're traveling through the night, Kevin's awake, of course. Right. But um, yeah, I was thinking about this question and I was really thinking, honestly, just sitting on my front porch. Oh, Honestly. That's the best. It really is. It is because you're content and you're comfortable where you're at. Yep. Awesome. Happy, happy. I love that. Julio. Yeah. Let's roll into our verse of the week. Okay. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you all with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may be overflowing with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I I picked that today because of the word hope. Mm -hmm. And um, I just know that a lot of us sometimes give up hope and you never can right you always have to get out there and do better and and work harder to um not not lose hope there's always hope hope. yeah I can't I'm I'm kind of laughing right now because I'm thinking about Bailey who just had an impromptu speech that she had to give and uh, the topic for the impromptu speech which she had four minutes to put together was um ghosts you'd like to have a conversation with and she said so I just decided I was going to go with the holy one. <laughs> that was such an awesome response. I just keep cracking up. That's a good one. I Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. She done good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, if you have a verse that you would like to share with us, please email that to the caregiven podcast at gmail.com. Right. I'd love to hear from you. Yes. Yeah. So what's your, uh, what's your inspiring, uplifting, happy story? 
Well, you know, it's a little bit about hope, kind of. <laughs> um, it had shake off your problems. Mm-hmm. A man's favorite donkey fell into a deep crevice. He can't pull it out no matter how hard he tries. He therefore decides to bury it alive. Soil is poured onto the donkey from above. The donkey feels the load, shakes it off, and steps on it. More soil is poured. It shakes it off and steps up. The more the load was poured, the higher it rose. By noon, the donkey was grazing in green pastures. After much shaking off of problems and stepping up, learning from them, one will graze in green pastures. Oh, that's awesome. Donkey never gave up hope. He did not give up hope. (laughs) That's awesome. And I'm going to follow that up with eight powerful reminders for the day. Oh my. Yeah. Number one, believe in yourself. Believe you can and you will. Number two, stay strong. Dream, believe, and achieve. Number three, never give up. A little progress each day adds up to big results. Number four, be grateful. Mm. A grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. Number five, work hard. Good things come to those who hustle. Number six, stay humble. Work hard in silence and let success make the noise. Number seven, be kind. Kindness makes you the most beautiful. Oh, I love that. And number eight, keep smiling. Because of your smile, you make life more beautiful. Oh. Good ones, huh? Good ones. Remember those. Well, and number three, say it again, because that's bringing it into what we're doing today. Never give up. Yeah. A little progress each day adds up to big results. A little bit of progress every day. Yeah. Those are good ones, Inga. And it does. It leads us right into today's topic, which is healthy brains. Healthy brains. Mm -hmm. Yes. And brain health. And brain health. (laughs) Yeah, so you had actually come up with an article, um, How to Promote Brain Health. And this is by Leslie Kernison, I believe is how you pronounce it. I think so. Um, It's kind of a blog article and then a checklist of things. Right. Right. So basically, um, quite often you hear that question, um, my mom or whoever is getting older and I want to help keep her um, stay healthy. Um, How should we do that? Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's basically that we all intuitively know that maintaining good health is a key to maintaining what is most important to us as we age, our ability to be physically and mentally capable so that we can achieve, um, remain active, engaging in our lives and as independent as possible. That kind of wraps up home care, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. (laughs) Just in a tidy little sentence. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, we also know that poor health can bring on pain and other symptoms, as well as disabilities that can jeopardize how we live our usual lives. In fact, most aging problems that seniors and families struggle with, um, like difficulties with mobility, memory, or independence, they, they ultimately track back to underlying health problems. Right, so it's good to know how to maintain one's health as one ages in order to keep our minds and bodies working well for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, healthy aging isn't just about uh, forestalling aging or disability. It's also about knowing how to make the best of things even once you do have a chronic disease or a chronic disability of the mind or the body. And so basically um, what this talks about is optimizing health for better health while aging. Right, right. And also, um, as we're working on our, you know, keeping our minds, our body fit, so much of it truly turns out to be your mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And we need to just keep our brains and our bodies working as best as they possibly can for now and into the future. And so some of the, those who are aging the healthiest, um, they do these types of things. They promote brain health and emotional well-being. They promote physical health. 
Um, they check for and address common aging health problems like falls, pain, memory problems, depression, isolation, incontinence, um, polypharmacy, and more. Uh, they learn to optimize the management of chronic conditions. They get recommended preventative health services and address medical, legal, and financial um, advanced care planning. That's a lot, but mm-hmm. it's very, very smart. Mm-hmm. Keep everything going smoothly. Yeah. So yeah. I think what we wanted to focus on today um, from all of this is is the brain health side of things. Right. And you were able to find this good article again um, that gives us eight kind of key things that you can do. And I think there might even be a bonus. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so one of the first things on this checklist is actually to avoid brain slowing medications. Mm. And not only your brain slowing, but some of these, well, no, the brain controls everything, but some of these medications, if you're not careful, you know, you always hear don't operate heavy equipment, mm-hmm. don't drive, don't do this. But some of them, it's not even that big of a deal. It's even just simply walking across the room because does it cause dizziness? Does right. it cause any of those kinds of uh, mobility concerns? Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, something that is really, really important for brain health is to invo- to avoid chronic sleep deprivation. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm just having a heck of a day today. <laughs> yeah, actually, you mentioned that. that and, you- and it was just one night of not sleeping well. And I just, it's, you know, it's almost noon, and I, I feel like I still am trying to wake up. Mm-hmm. And it's a terrible feeling, and that was just one night. Right. For chronic, I, I can see where that's a problem. Well, I've always said to my family and probably those closest around me that um, if I ever needed to be tortured, sleep deprivation would be it for me. Oh, Because I can, I just, I'm allergic to fun. I just <laughs> have to have a lot of sleep. <laughs> My well, kid, my girls inherited that as well. Well, I always say if I'm going to go do a, something fun for the weekend, I've got to ramp up. You know, I got to <laughs> stay up a little bit later. I've got to be really working those muscles there to be ready to have the fun. Oh yes, for sure. <laughs> practice, practice makes perfect. Right, right. Um, avoid delirium, and that kind of sounds weird, um, but uh, delirium is a state of worse than usual mental function brought on some, by some kind of an illness or stress, mm-hmm. so you don't want right. to have that. Yeah, to the best of your ability, and I, I'm a stress case, a bundle of nerves, I think, has I've been referenced as lately. Um, so I'm going to have to really pay attention to this as I age. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, delir- delirium, um, not all of it can be prevented. Right. But you just have to really be careful about what medications or, or what activities might cause any of that. Yeah. And and I think if you are taking care of someone that has some sort of a decline, um, just being aware of what some of the symptoms, signs and symptoms are, if you notice that something like that is going on. Right. So that you can try to um, intervene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pursue positive social activities, purposeful activities, and what are, whatever activities nourish the soul. Yeah. And one of the things that they focused on here was um, loneliness and boredom are harmful to brain health and emotional health. Studies find that older adults feel better when they are socially engaged and also when they feel a sense of purpose. They um, may also help prevent or delay cognitive decline because of that ac- activity. Mm-hmm. Well, I can just think back personally of times when, you know, maybe I've had the flu or something going on and, and you're just kind of a slug for a little while. Mm-hmm. I, I feel it. Like it takes a little bit to get myself back up and going. Yeah. So I can see how if you're removed from a lot of those things, um, it could easily happen. 
Well, and the, and the concern is, and, I, and we've talked about this in a, a different podcast, but truly we will find la- down the road, down the years, what this pandemic did to our seniors mm. that became isolated and lonely. Oh, and it's not always, an, there is people that are having immediate effects, mm-hmm. but what's going to happen down the road? Oh, I think it's going to be huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be a big one where a lot of people do a lot of studies. I, I would imagine so. Yeah. yeah. You want to find constructive ways to manage chronic stress. Um, this is because chronic stress is an important quality of life issue. Um, it can change the brain and has been linked to changes in cognitive function. So to manage chronic stress, it's best to combine general approaches such as improving your sleep, exercising, meditation, relaxation strategies with approaches that can help you cope with your specific source of stress, such as caregiving, coping skills, or you know, relationship counseling, things like that. Yeah, but stopping to figure out what it is. Yeah, sometimes I think you don't, I've now figured it out, 40 however many years (laughs) old I am later, um, (laughs) that a lot of things that go, that manifest physically for me are stress related. Oh yeah. And so I have to, if I start to not feel good, I have to stop and think, okay, what's going on? What do I need to maintain control of or get control of again um, to, to stop spinning out and letting this stress take over my body. Yeah. It, 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 it then comes out in different ways mm-hmm. as tummy ache, mm-hmm. uh, headaches. Yeah. That whole thing. And mine just keeps moving around my body. Yeah. So it's weird. You are. I'm a case study at some uh. point. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, seek treatment in any signs of depression or chronic anxiety that goes along with that, either that stress as well. Yeah, I do think that it is, it's pretty common for seniors to experience late life depression. Oh, yes. And again, I think you're going to see, like you're saying, you know, as a result of the pandemic, probably a lot more of that if we're not already seeing a lot of it. Yeah, it's so sad. Yeah. And anxiety, of course, that anxiety and depression coexist frequently. Right. Um, And they just diminish the quality of life and, and they have a link to cognitive decline. Right. But they're treatable. Right. Right. Stay physically active and exercise regularly. Every podcast we say that. I know it. In some way or another. Oh, my word. Yep. <sighs> and address <laughs> risk factors. I don't for- know why it's so bad. I know. <laughs> it's great. When you, when you actually get up and move around a little bit, take a walk. It really feels great. I it does. It re-energizes so you. It, it, and it doesn't have to be long. No. Just get up and do Even it. Even walking down the stairs into the kitchen, fill your water glass, whatever. Just moving around a little bit. But yeah. why do we as a, like, almost as a whole. Yeah. Not everyone, I guess, but just we resist exercise so much. Yeah. I think it's because we don't want to be told what to do. I Even though we know we're going to feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, exercise people. <laughs> do it. Um, address risk factors for cardiovascular disease. Mm. Um, and, and that's basically because the blood flow to the brain is so vital Mm -hmm. and, um, that just helps with any of your brain health problems. Yeah. You gotta have that blood flow into the brain. Yep. So important. Yep. So what's the bonus? Consider brain training games if you enjoy doing them. Right. Right. And actually, um, you and I went to a seminar one time yeah, in, a- in Seattle. Yep. And it was with um, the Na- uh, Na- National Certific- uh, Certification <laughs> Council for Activity Professionals, NCCAP. Mm-hmm. 
And what their goal is, their mission is enriching lives through person-centered, oh, I can't read my own writing, <laughs> activities. <laughs> I better do some brain work on that. <laughs> I've had that problem. Oh, my goodness. And the special speaker, it was a cognitive rehabilitation and memory enhancement mm-hmm. workshop. And um, the gentleman that we um, had talking to us was Robert Winningham. He's a PhD um, that works out of uh, University of Washington there. And um, it was really for anybody that had any kind of interaction with people. It was really a cool thing. Uh, Caseworkers, counselors, nurse practitioners, there was a whole gamut of people there. Yeah, yeah. And while we were there, we actually bought his book. Mm -hmm. um, And it's called Cranium Crunch's Workbook. Watch (laughs) this. Vanna White. Um, but it's about uh, brain exercises to maximize memory ability. And he talked a lot about all of the studies that he had done. And so to um, get a workbook like this, and there's a ton of them out there, mm-hmm. uh, basically uh, we just wanted to talk about uh, starting a, some kind of an activity book. Sure. Uh, what Find one that is going, that you're going to like. Mm-hmm. I try to like Sudoka. Mm-hmm. I can't handle it. Can't, I can't I, even try it because I can't pronounce it. I, um, <laughs> I, I do the, the, they've got the easy, easy ones. Right. They've got the easy ones. They each get bigger and bigger. Right. <sighs> Are you still on? I'm sorry. I'm Are still Are you tracking on. your, pro- that's baseline. That, no. I'm not even baseline. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we need to find a different activity. I need to book see. That's what you. I'm saying is that is not the the activity that I would like. Right. Well, because when you do an activity, you want to feel like you are completing something, yeah. having some success with it, exactly. so that you don't get frustrated and exactly give up on exercise well, altogether. And that's what they're talking about: set goals and track your progress. Mm-hmm. Um, Making beneficial life changes, such as getting more physical or mental exercise, (laughs) can be challenging. Um, The goals you establish for yourself should be attainable and uniquely suited to you. So mine is not the Sudoka. (laughs) Me either. Yeah. Still. Um, (laughs) At the same time, your goals need to challenge you um, if you want to see maximal benefits. Now, I find this really interesting, and I'm really kind of thinking about it, because what I've noticed, like, by the end of the day, after we've had a full day here, we go home, we do chores, we have dinner, kind of get a few things done for the week, uh, the day, um, should it be laundry or, or whatever, um, I then sit down and kind of zone out with a, a stupid game on my mm-hmm. phone. And I'm thinking, is this a healthy brain exercise? <laughs> or am I just dumbing down <laughs> because I'm not, you know, having to talk to anybody right then? Um, right. I, so I don't know. You know, some of those angry birds, I find it challenging. So maybe it is. (laughs) Apparently these are not for me because I gave up on angry birds too. (laughs) I I don't know. Words with friends. Words with friends. See, now that one is probably better than Candy Crush. (laughs) But I don't know because it's, there is challenge. You have to get three in a row. So 
I need to actually research that. Am I just dumbing myself down even more? Or or am I actually making sure that the blood is still flowing <laughs> and I'm going to stay so smarticle? Yes. Yeah, so somebody out there, answer. Is answer Candy Crush us. helping us or just dumbing us down? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so when, when you start a program where you're going to be working on your mental strength, uh, identify some outcomes you would like to achieve. Mm-hmm. For me, I just want to stay as perky and bright as I always am. <laughs> Uh, research shows that the more you exercise your brain, the more memory and concentration will be helped. Remember, just as with physical exercise, you have to work those muscles, or in this case, neurons and networks of neurons, to ensure they perform at their optimal level. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. And mm-hmm. You know, who thinks about that stuff? This guy. Yeah, this guy. He spent a lot of time thinking about it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so this, the book in particular that we're talking about, The Cranium Crunches, um, they kind of focus on four different categories, which is attention and concentration, language and word fluency activities, visual memory activities, social and humor activities. Yep. But yep. I'm sure that, you know, different, I mean, you could look at those different categories and find ways. I was even thinking about, you know, when you think about visual memory activities, how many times does grandma Jean play memory yeah. with the grandkids that are next door? Yeah. Anything no, like that is that, very good. It's huge. You're still continuing to use it. Uh, yeah, I actually was playing with this book a little bit, and and it's very soon that you find out what is your favorite things. Oh, yes. Um, or what level of concentration you want to put into it, because right. if it looks a little bit hard, I might move <laughs> on until I'm wanting to concentrate more. Right. But this book, I mean, just flipping through it, it's got dot-to-dot exercises. Yeah. I see the dreaded Sudoku in here. <laughs> um, it talks about um, codes, mm. you know, um, number 23 equals what number, and right. you got to find it. And, yep. You know, it, so not a lot of this is really, really hard stuff. Right. But just find that thing that's going to keep you going. Mm-hmm. So you want to establish a baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this, they have three assessments just in this particular book. Right. The first assessment is about proper nouns, mm-hmm. which is your names. Assessment two is trail making exercises following A to B. Mm-hmm. And then uh, assessment three is circling the C's. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, it goes into all the parts of the brain. It, it gets pretty sp- scientific and I don't think we want to do that right today. it is kind of it is neat though that it, the book itself does give you some of that scientific and yeah. I mean it looks pretty you know manageable but um but it's just fun exercises yeah I mean think about being a kid if you got that book as a kid mm-hmm. would you just be like over the moon yeah excited I wouldn't be able to wait to to get to it and start well, filling it out for um when my girls were younger, you know, for summer, I was always afraid that they were going to go backwards mm-hmm. um, from what they left the one grade and then had to start another. So I always got those kind of activity books for the next level mm-hmm. um, and was hoping that they would enjoy getting into them and picking the things just to keep the brain going. Because it seems like if you don't use it for a while, yes. things certainly happen. The other thing that I find interesting about this picture of the brain that they have mm-hmm. is there, you know, the picture of the frontal lobe, the parietal lobe, occipital lobe and then the temporal lobe we've seen different cases of like alzheimer's and dementia mm-hmm. that affect those different areas yes even uh, traumatic brain injury oh and traumatic brain injury yep. and and then what that person is like after that damage mm-hmm. oh my word it's yeah because you can have somebody that is just happy as can be completely unaware you can have people that are very angry mm-hmm. um lots of confusion yeah it is just it's 
uh, mind-blowing, really. Yeah, yeah, that one gal that we had at our day center mm-hmm. that had the frontal lobe mm-hmm. um, dementia, mm-hmm. I'm not spe- sure specifically what it was, but uh, she could do Sudoka in her sleep. Right. But in terms of then being able to verbalize, yeah, she was non-verbal. unable to do so. Yep. Very, very amazing what what the body and brain can do to you. That's why we have to take care of it and protect it as best we can. Oh, my word. And then when things happen that are out of our control, then we just have to try to keep those exercises going and yeah, help it. Well, you know, and, and now that you bring that up, um, when it comes to um, physical sports and all of that, you know, when I you and I were kids, because not that you're as old <laughs> as me, I understand, but um, we never wore the the hats the for riding horses or like helmets the yeah. helmets mm-hmm. and um then you know I know that in football and and baseball and all of that um, motocross you know you've got to have that protection around that head yeah um they talk about you know sports concussions all the time that will then in later years catch up with you so protect your bean yes Protect your melon, for sure. (laughs) Some frequently asked questions. Um, We're just going to go over a couple of them. Mm -hmm. But um, says, I am concerned about memory loss, as I sometimes have difficulty doing these activities. Uh, Should I be concerned? And um, it says that you don't expect perfect performances. See, you're going to add stress to your life if you think you should get 100. Right. When you do this, they say practice makes perfect. And it says, as with physical fitness programs, we often need to, ex- we need to do exercises that are difficult at first in order to improve our overall physical exercise. The same is true with the brain. Mm-hmm. And so don't get frustrated if something's hard. Right. Go back and try to learn it. Go, yeah. go from there. That's part of the, it's part of the exercise of the whole thing, right? right. If it just comes easy to you, then I don't, you're maybe not exercising your brain as right. much as you need to be. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then it talks about basically, um, I'm trying to keep track of the number of cognitively stimulating activities I engage with each day and week. Um, how do I know whether an activity is cognitively stimulating? Oh, um, candy crush. Here's my answer. (laughs) An activity is usually considered cognitively stimulating. If you cannot successfully do the activity while thinking about something else, for example, if you cannot think about a meal you are planning for the next day while successfully playing bridge, then bridge is a cognitively stimulating activity. However, if you can daydream while driving along on a familiar route, then driving along the route is not cognitively stimulating. On the other hand, it might be cog- cognitively stimulating to drive in an unfamiliar city <laughs> while trying to find a particular address, as most people cannot do that successfully while simultaneously daydreaming. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay, I get it. My candy crush isn't helping me. <laughs> Dang it. I'm going to have to go to Sudoka. <laughs> Just going to have to keep trying. Don't get frustrated, no, lady. Don't no, expect to be no, perfect right it, off the it, bat. Yeah, do what I'm, what is it? Do as I say, not as I do. Yes. Oh, I've got to, got to do step as you up do. on that. Do as I do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, do as I say. Okay. Um, how often should I do any kind of uh, cranium activities? Um, doing brain activities is a lot like doing physical exercise. The more you do them, the better they work. Mm-hmm. Yep. That about sums it up, doesn't it? <laughs> um, it, it also talks about how much time should people be spending on any, any given day. Um, it would be optimal to spend at least 30 minutes doing some type of a brain exercise or, um, similar mental exercise most days of the week. Some activities will take longer. Some will go quicker. Um, but basically you want to just 
kind of allot that. And I don't know, I don't think it says in here necessarily if it needs to be like the time, like in 30 minutes at a time simultaneously, or if it's just, you know, sit down and do 10 minutes three times a day or whatever, but I would think so. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Um, How do I know if my cranium exercises are helping? And basically, you'll just notice. Mm -hmm. You will just notice that things are actually a little bit clearer or um, that indeed what you're doing is helping. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, Okay. This one's for you, Julie. What if you make a mistake while doing Sudoku? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Does it still count as a brain exercise? The answer is yes, it still counts. The key goal of brain exercises is to engage the mind. So even if you make mistakes, you are still exercising your mind and brain. There you go. Yep. There you go. So just to really pull it all together and summarize, um, how to maximize that uh, memory ability is just getting adequate physical exercise, getting adequate cognitive exercise, and just uh, watching your weight, diet, and glucose levels. Staying socially engaged and sleeping well. Is it really interesting to you that common theme, eat right, exercise, get enough sleep. Socialize. Pretty much in every Keep aspect of life. Keep your body going. Keep yeah. your body going. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just a few things of... Uh, that I think are appealing ways to keep going. Yes. Um, Mine, first one was to travel to new places. Fun. To get a part-time job. We're always looking for good caregivers (laughs) here. Yes, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take uh, people that want to uh, fill up their cups. (laughs) Uh, Join a chorus or local orchestra. For those that are musically inclined, uh, volunteer at church. Or learn a new dance or song. Oh, so mine that I had picked out of this list, do word searches. <sighs> I, I like those. Um, go dancing or join a dance class because of Grandma Jean and the line dancing. Yes. Um, write a letter. Mm. I don't think we do enough of that in, anymore enough. these days. Nope. And it's kind of fun when you sit down and write a letter. What's really fun to me is when I go back and I have letters that I've saved. Yeah. Like I, my cousin Heather and I, she lived in Alaska and we used to send letters back and forth when we were like in grade school and junior high. Yep. It's fun to read them. Um, play board games. Yep. I love board games and fun games and yeah. Anyway. And then this one is this one. I don't know. You can take the advice or not because this (laughs) does push some people over the edge. Program your phone or other electronic devices, maybe a remote control for a TV, but kind of forcing yourself into having to look at that and figure out how to do it. Now, that being said, know your limits. (laughs) It's not for everybody. (laughs) Do you remember my first smartphone? Oh, I have learned so much. My (laughs) cranium has been exercised. It it has indeed. That was quite the spectacle. Oh, I just had no concept <laughs> what the touch screen did or anything. I don't know how come I'm so slow or backwards. No, you're good. You're good. <sighs> but it I was entertaining. It was very entertaining. entertaining. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. So brain health is just really, really important. And it's we so need to take important. care of our noodles. Yep. Do do the work. Do the work. Yep. For sure. Cool. Grandma saying. Grandma sayings. One of the best things my grandmother ever told me was, never say goodbye without saying I love you, as the last time you spoke to them might be the last time you speak to them. Let them know how much they mean to you while there is still time. Oh, yes. 
the very best, <laughs> the very best one ever. And I try to practice that every day. I know I do too. And I'm starting to do it with my friends too. And I tell them it's weird and I know it's weird, but I love you. <laughs> Eventually they'll embrace it. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> no. That's wonderful to be able to share the love. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Well, you guys, um, if you have not already, please go and subscribe. You can do that on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can go and subscribe and watch us on YouTube. Um, leave us a review. Share with your friends. Join our Apaga Care and Share Facebook group. And um, join in the discussion with us. We really want to hear from you. If you have a verse, if you have uh, an uplifting or inspiring story, a grandma saying, we need some funny stuff. Yep. We, we need some funny ones rolling in. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, so. looking so forward to <laughs> it. <laughs> Send them to uh, the caregiven podcast at gmail.com. Yep. We'll love hearing from you. Thank yep. you. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Have a good day.